On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap week two, and then we go into our segments with Performance of the Week, Nathan Peterman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, we preview week three, and end things as always with our two-minute drill. All right, let's go. This week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Holm. Kevin, I'm sure you're doing better this week than last week. Well, let me start off, because we're going to dwell on how you feel for quite a while, I'm going to assume. I just want to start the show by saying, you know, I feel good. Uh, I I had a, a, the whole drive into the studio. I was kind of sitting there, and there was some traffic, so I had a little bit of time, and I just thought, man... How not good could I be if things had gone differently? And if how the second half didn't go the way it did. And how totally fine I am now. <laughs> and it's not perfect. Um, there are there are some substantial problems yeah. that I'm going to have to you know deal with as a fan going forward this season. But oh boy, I was sitting there after the first half of the Monday night game and. Down three points to the Lions. I looked across my apartment and made eye contact with my hat on the hook by the door, and I was like, it's not looking good, buddy. <laughs> but they turned it around. So I'm I'm doing great. I've I've got to see a bunch of memes recently too, with a certain uh radio call of a, a local game that happened this weekend. And mm. that it's never gonna not be funny to me. It's I, I could watch that in three years and it would still be just great. So I, w- I want to ask you though how how it's are you doing? Sad that that's what you would be watching. I mean, you just get I don't think I, it, like, do you know me you at just all. Live in there. <laughs> We're just in your in your brain all the time. Uh, Rent yeah. free. Yeah. Let's just let's just start. Do you want to st- you start with your game? Then, so I assume <laughs> I was actually at the Boston airport watching this game, trying to fuck around with the stream, finding one for it, because, you know, nationally televised, it, it, it's not going to be, or at least where I was, it was the Tampa game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it was not one shown on, on Fox, unfortunately, so I couldn't find it. Um, ironically, I was actually sitting next to uh, Seattle fans, three Seattle fans, and they were complaining because the Seahawks game was not being nationally televised in favor of the Cowboys game. Because, of course, it's the Cowboys. They're going to be on national television. Uh, so, they're America's team. <laughs> Everyone in America cheers for the Cowboys. And so I was. Well, I, I eventually got this to work, and so I was watching this game. And So were you when you were on a stream, were you on a delay? No, So were you no. getting texts or so, anything? So what I, I ended up getting, okay. uh, I ended up, because the streams just weren't working. It just kept, I don't know, mm-hmm. fucking out with me. And I, Streams I, never do that. Yeah, it, it no. was on my phone, too. So I think it was even worse than... Yeah, not a good situation. Yeah, it wasn't great. So then I ended up finagling the system a little bit and was able to get NFL Sunday ticket going. Like, I found one address that I was eligible with, and I actually had to work out with... with uh, Because my mailing address, I, my cards are not associated with my apartment yet. Mm-hmm. And that's the address that worked. So I got my roommate, our friend Dustin, to give me his <laughs> card info to put in things like, all right, just, just Venmo me the charges. I don't care. It's like, you know, whatever, like 70 bucks. So, like, so you had to pay money 
to watch this. To watch what happened. Correct. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Correct. my goodness. So It keeps getting better. Um, obviously, I was, I was thrilled with half the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk, I, I think, in my opinion, played the best game, the best first half not not only in I didn't really watch him too much when he was on the Redskins when they were called that now known as the football team, but this was by far his best half as a Viking, um, top to bottom. I mean, you yeah. can't you can't even argue. There's, there was no garbage time in this game. There's no such thing in garbage time in this situation. In this a game like this where it went back and forth like this. I don't even know what the largest lead this, was. This game reminded me of, at least especially the first half. In the second half, things calmed down a little bit. The Rams in 2018? It Kind of that, and that more just generally like a, like a backyard football or like a recess game. Yeah. There were so many that it started with like the K.J. Osborne played on the sideline. There was the Rondale Moore where he was all alone. Yeah. I mean, just stuff well, like that. Just what, what, blown what you noticed, what, yeah, what it was was the the difference in drives were every Vikings drive that you would see were actually, I don't want to say they weren't without flukes, but basically like you look at the, uh, you look at the, so it's an asterisk. No, 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 it's not. You look at the Cardinals <laughs> and it, it was just a moment of like, Kyler Murray is extremely talented. He's very good, but people see this and they didn't actually watch the game. It's very misleading. I mean, he had some horrendous throws, some bad yeah. decisions, and he made up for it. Yeah, sure, but and three touchdowns, two picks. It was a very up and down day. And for and Kyler. one of those picks, like literally, where Xavier Woods picked it off, he just said "fuck it" and just chucked yeah. it down there. And Xavier Woods just like okay, and just ran up and just undercut the ball easy. I mean, I, like I think this game to a certain extent, you know, you you go week one and the Cardinals just demolish the Titans, yeah. and Kyler has like a hundred touchdowns. And I think he went into this game seeing what the Bengals did to the Vikings defense mm-hmm. and it, at least a little bit thinking, okay, I'm gonna have another I'm gonna have another big day here. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna sling the rock, I'm gonna play, you know, fast and loose and it's not gonna it's not gonna matter. And it kinda did. I mean it, it didn't end up, you know, costing them, but it he, was, he was reckless. Yeah, no, it definitely should have. I mean, like he had like you look at his stat line, you know, twenty nine to thirty six, four hundred yards. Um you know, three touchdowns, two picks. And you, sure, he didn't miss many, but we sacked him three times. I don't know. I don't know the hurry rates off the top of my head, but I thought we actually played. We game planned him like very well. Like, he didn't beat us with his legs. The things that he did where he extended plays enough, where like you can't cover DeAndre Hopkins that long on his yeah. touchdown. There's nothing you can do on that. Like he had you know, five, six, seven seconds where it's yeah, like, he's you give him that much time. You give it. Yeah. He is. Deandre Hopkins is, I think you can't even argue outside of the top three receivers in the NFL. No. And yeah. like he, he has been. So it's like, of course he's going to get away from that when you have that long. And like, that's what Kyler Murray does. And it is what it is. Uh, Daniel Hunter had a phenomenal game. This was his, you know, he was a little slower going last week, but he's four sacks, uh, through two games. Um, you know, he hurried a lot, a lot of, made a lot of pressures. We, it's unfortunate that we did miss like Everson Griffin. I don't know. He's not like going to ever be like super flashy in the, in the box score, but mm-hmm. what he does for the young defensive lineman is 
you know, you're not, it's not, you're going to see it. And it was unfortunate that he was not playing today after a concussion. He suffered in a car crash. Um, believe it or not last week. Yeah. Fear the deer. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, it's unfortunate that Kirk cousins played, played extremely well. I was really upset or really annoyed by the taking your foot off the gas in the second half a little bit. Um, but that's more on the coaching. Staff. Exactly. And so this is a game I, yeah. I'm going to talk about more in segments. Um, Mike Zimmer's seat is getting very hot. Toasty. I, I think it's it's unfortunate because I I really do like Mike Zimmer. I the the the, the complacency that he has on offense and the thinking that hey my defense will win us the game. It's like you can't do like when when our when our offense is rolling. Dalvin was unbelievable. Uh, Kirk was playing really well, moving around the pocket. He had the longest run. He had a longer run than Kyler Murray did today. He scrambled. I think it was for for twenty nine for twenty nine yards. Kyler Murray didn't do that. And it's he he's able to move around a little more. He, you actually see him being more comfortable. And yes, the defense got a pick six right at the start of the second half. Like yeah. Nick Vigil, <laughs> extend him. Which, like I love him all, right now. <laughs> all time boneheaded throw right yeah, there. That's and exactly, exactly what you're talking and it's about, like, Kyler. Kyler is just like he gets he's getting away with that. And I'm like, that's you know, cue up the the Jesse from from Breaking Bad. Like you yeah. can't keep getting away with this. And it's it's unfortunate because we we did everything that we should have. We, we scored thirty three points against at, at Arizona after they just came out thumping the Titans. That should be winning the game. Absolutely should be. And it's it, I think this is a game that we should have easily scored over forty. Like our offense had no problem moving up and down the field. Yeah. And, are are you concerned that both of the games so far this season, granted, you know, limited sample size, but 0 for 2 on allowing opponents to break 30. Yeah, I mean, it's... Because I, I heard a lot of hype, and I was, no, and, and, I was and this publicly is, critical of But this of is the thing, Lord, the it's the first two games, Yeah, and the Cardinals it's growing are high pains. Powered it's, it's growing pains. Yeah. And, and you look at it, and, like, and Burrow, obviously, like he played a great game, and they had a great game plan more so. Like, he didn't... He didn't kill mm-hmm. us but it was like their game plan they knew where to attack and how to do it and you know it was a, that and a combination of our players like Bashad Breland having a rough game uh he had another rough game today or uh, against the Cardinals and so it, it's a lot of its growing pains and that's what you expect that with new pieces with so many new pieces um there's obviously bright spots Michael Pierce is playing really well haven't really felt Delvin Tomlinson's impact yet um which is kind of a bummer but I, I'm not, I'm not hitting the panic button on the defense as a whole yet. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled with what the offense has been able to do. It's just really unfortunate that the, it, the ball gets taken out of their hands. Like mm-hmm. this is, you know, like I said last year, a little bit. Let Kirk cook. Like it, it, it's one of those things. Like he, he's playing extremely well, and I've, I've might be labeled as a Kirk defender, but. I mean, you. you I mean, this you is, can't lie about his stats. This, this is so far. another one of those games, though, and I think less to a lesser extent because the drama at the end, you know, overshadows basically the the rest of the game pretty much. Yeah. But the Kirk haters are still going to use this as ammunition, which, which is and ridiculous. the Kirk stands are still going to use this. Yeah, as ammunition. which is which is absolutely asinine week. that it's. I mean, yeah, like after this game happened, and you know, Greg Joseph who. 
who has been really solid. Like you saw what you know, he drilled the fifty plus yarder to go into overtime. There, there he was made no it, part of me that thought that he was going to miss that kick. Yeah. Because it was so close, and I know that he's been fine. You know, yeah. he's not he, he, the only issues. The only kick he missed so far in the right I mean, now. obviously, first two games, was the extra point this game, yep. which ended up being very costly. Every missed extra point almost always will be costly. It, yeah, it, it was will, the same thing in the uh, Seahawks-Titans. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, I just, when, when that happened in the game... What I didn't like when KJ Osborne got the first down to get it to make it a 37 yard field goal, he hit the ground with 41 seconds left. We had a first and 10 at the 19 with a timeout, mm-hmm. and we just let the clock roll all the way down. Tick, tick, tick. And we're like, sure, you know, yes, an NFL kicker should be solid from 36. He should make from the middle of the field, he should make yeah. that. But, 10 if, out of but 10. if anyone should be prepared, it's the Vikings for that problem. It's it's <laughs> it's Mike Zimmer and the Vikings, <laughs> and and I'm just like, I understand that this is like you're like I'm you know Mike Zimmer maybe is like I want to turn a new leaf and and you know trust my kickers even mm-hmm. though I've been only burned by them. It's yeah. like no 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 like we are doing whatever we want. Why not throw a couple like quick slants or outs? To get a just, little further, just get even closer, or take take a shot to the end zone to Jefferson or Thielen, which mm-hmm. Jefferson was, you know, beating his guys down the field. The ball was maybe just a little off, or Jefferson just didn't come down with it. Like th- that's happened so far this season. Jefferson's had a little rough start to the season compared to what he was last year. Yeah, um, not a bad start, but not as you know Pro Bowl caliber, All Pro what he shows that he can be. Yeah, and so I think. I just don't understand why we just leave it up to chance. You score a touchdown, you're almost it's, it's certainly basically, basically it, yeah. it. Like, or just make it as easy as you can. Yeah. Maybe he went over to the kicker and said, "Are you good? Like, what what range are you comfortable?" Yeah, with? but what kicker's going to be like? No, I can't do a coach. Yeah, like, like I just it, it's so infuriating. And well, Mike in, Zimmer in has history. a history of bad clock management. Yeah, and it's so hard to be like, I you don't want to uproot, you know, a new. Organization, your organization by with a new head coach, especially in the middle of the season. But gosh, it's like this team has talent, especially on offense. It's like just let the offense do it. Like, why would you want as a defensive minded guy? Why would you not want more points? Like, that's only helping you. Yeah, and you look at Zimmer's history, particularly with this exact problem, and it's kind of it's an analogy that I use. You know, in day to day life, fairly frequently, where it's like, okay, the caveman discovers fire and he sticks his hand into it mm-hmm. and he gets burned. And it's not his fault the first time. But if he sticks his hand in the fire again, yeah. it's like, dude, this is what, this is the problem. And you can't just do the same thing and yeah. expect, I mean, you can't be shocked when this keeps happening to you. No. And 37, as much as it should be something that's doable, it's not 20. It's not. Even thirty. I mean, it's almost forty yards. It's it, yeah. it's very missable. Yeah, absolutely. And just because a guy made one before, kicking is a very is a very heady thing to do. Sometimes. Unless their name is Justin Tucker, you anyone can basically miss like anything. And like even yeah. then, Justin Tucker's he's had a very you know a big miss before that lost him a game, and that was yeah. like the, the the eyes or whatever he had. And I think the moment I knew this game wasn't going to go well was when you have a moment like 
Max Williams catching a ball that gets tipped. Uh, good old Max Williams. Four sighting. times. Literally gets tipped like four times. Love that man. And he catches it and runs for 34 yards. Yeah. It's like that career like, day for Max Williams. And also, Matt Prater drilling a 62 yard field goal like it's nothing. It's yeah, like, with like 10 yards to fucking at, at the half. It's yeah. like that's that. I mean. Are you are you at all concerned about uh, Dalvin Cook's two season-ending injuries that occurred during this game? <laughs> no, where we had to go to commercial break. It was a whole thing, yeah, and no, I was that like, was, "Man, he's, I was I was on a plane when that was dead. happening because those were in the second half." I was literally because I was then watching. I bu- I also I bought the in-flight like good the good Wi-Fi so I could actually keep watching this My game. God, you spent so much fucking money. <laughs> okay, the in-flight this. Wi-Fi was only five dollars, but. Okay. But it was just like, because Delta's free Wi-Fi is trash. Nothing oh, actually works. I'm, I'm sure it is. And yeah. so it, I, I did that, and I was able to watch it. I actually had a flight attendant that was like, how are you How are you watching this? And I'm like, uh, the, wifi, the Wi-Fi. Mode? She's like, no, 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 no. Like, what are you on? I'm like, oh, NFL Sunday ticket. She goes, oh. So I think she was a Vikings fan. But she's like, wait, how are you getting this? I'm like, because I, I paid for it. Got I'm a stream. Yeah, I'm, I'm a slave to this team. But no, so I <laughs> – Dalvin Cook obviously – He's questionable at the moment. For yeah, next week. he's he's fine. I mean, he practiced today. Like we had we had we had no one sit out. Anthony Barr practiced. Um, Darisaw practiced and Cook practiced. Like anyone, you know, dinged up. No one sat out. Um, I just feel like this happens to Delvin a lot, and he's you know a phenomenal player overall. But it just it's funny that like. I feel like every game I watch, I mean, when you have JJ Watt diving at his knees, and then JJ Watt comes over and like apologizes, yeah, it's like, which is a, such a weird move. He, he's he's like no one, and he's like I don't want I can't have people questioning my character. I'm a great it, guy. And it's, it's like, like no, no one, you're not. Well, I mean, and no one was questioning stop. like you're a defensive player. Like I, it makes me question it more that you went over there. Like yeah. you should just assume that people understand that yeah. you are tackling. Like if that you're other Dalvin human. Cook. You know, I don't. I wouldn't want him coming over right while I'm no. like being like. And, he, and he's to. like, "Hey, man, like, I'm sorry that I, I hurt you. Yeah. with with my actions. Yeah, are, are you okay? Are we still <laughs> friends? No. It's like, Dad, Dalvin's like, man, get the fuck away you, from do me. Do you want to go do some squats later? Like, I mean, like, I and again, you look at the you look at the score the box score. DeAndre Hopkins, yes, he had the touchdown, but four four catches, fifty four yards. That is very pedestrian for DeAndre Hopkins. So there are yeah. there are positives that we can take away from this game. Um, I do want to point out the Vikings have had the biggest negative swing in win probability on a single play for two straight weeks now. Oh my god! Cooks fumble. Uh, we went from an eighty-seven point one game winning like mm-hmm. chance uh, when he fumbled it, and they ruled it, stated it was a fumble. Yep. It plummeted down to twenty seven point nine percent chance of Yeesh. winning that game in the week one. Joseph Smith before that when he's lined up ninety point one percent. Obviously that plummeted to zero when he missed. Yeah, wait, I, was like, <laughs> I mean obviously, but yeah, but ended. based on those pre play like percentage numbers, there was a one point three percent chance that the Vikings would lose both those games, and we did it. Yeah, and we did it. It's. Literally like it's one in ninety nine, one in ninety, like one in a hundred. I should say, yeah, one in a hundred chance. What, whatever that, the opposite of they can't keep getting away with, like he can't keep any, like that that gift from Breaking Bad. That's yeah. that's how I feel most of the time. Like they just can't keep like losing. At, at this some way. point, you have to 
Like something's got to go the other way. The ball has to bounce another way at some point. In like in like the year three thousand, you guys are gonna win like fifty Super Bowls in a row. I, just yeah, I'm just gonna to be roost. long dead yeah. or like a floating head. The day you die, I will literally be a talking head. <laughs> <laughs> it's just before. Shout out Dustin Baker. I saw this one they tweeted before today on Sunday. Teams with a pick six, three passing touchdowns, this one too. and 175-plus rushing yards as a team in a game were 78-1 and one throughout NFL history. After the Vikings-Cardinals, it's now 78-2. and two. And it's... I hate that that's not the only time I've seen weird stats like that, like, with, no. with this team. And it's... Like, at the end of the day, I guess you just have to throw your hands up. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really know what else to say other than, like, please, football gods, like, have it go the other way. And maybe with the Seahawks finally coming to U.S. Bank Stadium, they've never been here. Um, maybe something will happen. I'll be there at the game. There's, um, there's a there's a quote from a comedian who's since been canceled, but he says maybe something nice will happen. Why the fuck will anything nice ever happen? <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> that's kind of that's Vikings fandom. And I don't know recently. if I don't know if you've seen this one, but Kirk Cousins is currently second all time in longest streak in consecutive games the 90 plus passer rating in NFL history. Mm. Number 1, 23 games straight, that's Peyton Manning from 2012 to 2013. And then second is Kirk Cousins at 16. He passed with this game, he passed Peyton Manning who was also third on that list with 15 and then Steve Young also 15. So it's like he, Probably that sleep number mattress he's been sleeping on. And now I I hate that I'm going to say this stat because I know he's going to throw one. He's going to he's going to break it on Sunday. Interception. Uh, longest active streak of attempts without an interception among quarterbacks to throw a pass in 2021. Um, so obviously it can't be people that like retired or not playing anymore. But, yeah. You know. So uh, number one is Kirk Cousins with 162 straight passes without throwing a um, interception. Second is Russell Wilson. Coincidentally enough with 124 and then it's Tyrod Taylor at 102 but nice. his passes are all as intermittent they're not like usually consecutive weeks um also the longest active streak of games allowing 24 points or more Vikings at 9 so that's that defense not, it's not great we're only 2 games in that streak will be broken at some point um I do believe that but sadly I'm sure the Kirk Cousins one will be broken on Sunday but hopefully Russell Wilson will be too and then Tyrod Taylor will be the leader at 102 where just, he belongs, yeah, and just sit there um, atop the league. No, and so I know I got I got criticized a little bit by saying Kirk played fine. Like Kirk's played great in two weeks, and anyone that still says that it, oh well, we're zero two. What's he doing? It's like fight with Adam on Twitter. Do it honestly. Like this yeah. is, I don't know. At some point, like what you want him to kick two? I I don't know. Let's oh, grill his steaks properly. Mm, it's one time. We should do an ASMR podcast. Teach Aaron Rodgers how to chuck a beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. We're gonna wait uh, to do yours because that's the Monday night game. Oh, okay. Let's like talk it. about the Sunday night game. Chiefs Ravens. Ah, uh, that's tough. This <laughs> this was like this was a bad game by both quarterbacks who are considered in that you know, highest tier, or at least one you know, of them for sure. One of them is for sure the highest tier. And one of them, the other I guess, is the is most debatable. like dynamic. Yeah. Like you can put it in, like he's in his own. Yeah. He's the most fun to watch. I think, yeah, I don't even know Th- if you this can make game that. to me 
is the biggest, like the, the, the number one thing that the guy, people that like look at the eye test at quarterbacks yeah. that they go, he just found a way to win. Like they're going to look at that and say about Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar's going to get zero credit for this win. And I think part of that is deserved. I mean, one touchdown, two. Picks. No, but I'm, I'm saying like, don't people, I'm, I've seen people out there. They're saying, are you saying he's going to get yeah, props? For yeah. 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 Oh, for okay. not playing super great. I mean like, yes, he ran for 107 yards and two touchdowns. And two touchdowns. Like that's great. And like, you know, at the end of the day, he did find a way to win, and I agree that quarterback is the most influential position, and they have the most impact on games, um, or they should. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. He didn't play, like, super great. I don't think he played super great. I think he put his team in a position to lose a couple different times, a turnover. It was a great fourth quarter. It was a great fourth quarter, and I think that Lamar is – there's more good than bad with Lamar for sure. Mm. I would place this victory, though, at the feet of the Baltimore defense Yeah, for one very specific reason. They took Tyreek Hill off the field, basically. I, I kept like looking. I was like, is he hurt? And like, yeah. I'm looking on Twitter. I'm like, there's just nothing about him. I'm like, he's just... And and I wouldn't have maybe bracketed. noticed as much, but you know, I have him in fantasy football, so I like look at <laughs> like after like halftime he had like one point seven points, and I was like, is he hurt? Yeah. Like what happened? Yeah. No, he was getting double or triple covered on almost every play, and that is kind of the formula to contend with the Chiefs because, I mean, if you don't have Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey's really good, yeah, but he is not break the game wide no. open good. He's, I mean, a, he's a guy that's going to con- continue to extend drives yeah. and like work his way down the field. But it's the, the plays that kill you against the Chiefs are the Tyree kill getting loose and yeah. there's six, six points. Yeah. Probably well, going to be there's, seven. There's nothing Buckers you can do when lose. he's when he's loose in the secondary. Yeah. And they took him completely out of it. And then the other part of that is, uh, well, I, I guess we'll talk about more in segments, but uh, Clyde is a problem for the Chiefs. It's it's infuriating because like he he is fun to watch, but I on it's, it's I don't I think, think it, he's fun to watch. I at think all. it's just a confidence issue. <laughs> I, I think it's just, I don't have fun watching Clyde Edwards. Alive. I think it's it's like it would be like a player that is just like so like in his head. I really do think last year kind of screwed him up where I, just a lack of touchdowns, like or the ones that he would get, get taken away. Were very high. Yeah, and it, like I get it, but I feel like running back on the Chiefs is a pretty. Not easy job, but well, it's a low pressure. Running back Lower on the pressure. Chiefs, their whole offense is designed around Patrick Mahomes' arm and mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill's you know legs slash hands. Uh, throw Kelsey in there too, but it's just it, you could not have two more different offenses in terms of scheme as the two that were playing in this game, where the Ravens are constantly running these read options. Yeah, everything is to set up the run, and then. You know, when they need to or, you know, to take advantage of that, you know, fear that, that you know, defense is stacking the box against them, then they will pass the ball. Yeah. And so at, it's it was fun to watch. And it's really cool when you get teams that are, you know, so profoundly different to see how it plays out. There were a bunch of turnovers. I mean, this is a really fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. I I just sat there the whole time kind of waiting in the fourth quarter, especially for the Chiefs to win the game. And, and they didn't do it. Well, they they were going to. Yeah. With the exception, if if Mr. Edwards Alaire didn't cough up the football. Yeah. But I I because they got down to looks like the thirty two. So yeah, definitely in in Bucker. Yeah. Winning zone. I mean, and he I don't he's not going to miss that. He 
Yeah, I, I said as a Vikings fan who just missed that. Yeah. You know, now that said, though, I mean, both these teams, one and one, this is not, you know, a season ender. No. It wouldn't have been, even if it had gone the other way. I think the Ravens have still shown that they have plenty of fight in them and all that stuff, despite uh, they're kind of, there's the two teams with the injuries this season. It's the Niners again and the Ravens, uh, you know, NFC, AFC. But yeah. the Chiefs are going to be fine. The Ravens are going to be fine. Um, they're still kind of towards that top end of the AFC. Yeah. And I I view this more as a kind of moral victory for the Ravens where they finally <laughs> get to beat the Chiefs. Win one. Yeah. <laughs> they get to beat Big Brother once at least. And yeah, I I'm 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 happy for them. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I am I'm just still flabbergasted by Tyreek Hill's lack of yeah. impact. If but. you can take him away, that's huge. Yeah, because uh, that, that's what defense have to do. They have, or they have to say, are we gonna try to take away Kelsey or Hill? Yeah. You're not gonna get both. Um, most people get neither. Yeah, most people get neither. <laughs> so you know, if you get one, good job. Also uh Devontae Freeman sighting. Nice. Yeah, look at that. He's yeah. he's still around. Yeah. And he didn't look too bad. Well, he had a thirty one yard and then minus two, so yeah, so but, I mean, it averages out pretty good. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I I still think like Tyson Williams is actually like like pretty good. Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. All right. Let's go to Monday night. All right. So Monday night football. First half. I bet you were real nervous. I yes. So <laughs> I was watching this game, and those of you that were listening last week will know, or earlier in the season as well, there was an exchange. That I looking back because I kind of went back to that clip and put it back up on social media before the game to remind everybody of the stakes. It wasn't a bite; it was a portion. It was a portion of the hat, which so, I would never let you just be like. Oh, yeah, I, I was trying to plan be, out. I was trying to think like, what's the smallest amount of hat that it, it I could would, cut off? It would off. be a pretty meaty hat. Yeah, see. but Adam floated the idea that I consume the entire hat was the yeah. original pitch, <laughs> and I can't believe I agreed to any of it. <laughs> Uh, I was just, I was feeling. That's, that's the art of I started high yeah. and I, we, we compromised. Yeah. You didn't want any of it. I said all of it. We're like, all right, a portion. A portion. Some portion. Negotiation. very vague. The art of the deal. Yeah. Um, but so I was, I was nervous. I also, because because I hate my own blood pressure, I took the uh, the Packers in my company eliminator pool. So I was, I was leveraged in several directions on this game besides just my own fandom. And I, I mean, normally, you know, you look at this game and it's, you know, it's the it's the Lions. They kind of suck, but this is the season. And after this game, I'm not saying that the Packers have Super Bowl aspirations realistically, but they definitely wouldn't have. I mean, it, the the season would have been over in Week Two if they would have lost this game, especially if they would have come out and looked as bad as they did in Week One. I mean, I I feel like we can't even say, unless like that's where I I still feel like optimistic about the Vikings because the leaders. Are, are one and one. We're one game back. Yeah. You know, and so I, I think, you know, we, if theoretically, if the Vikings win on Sunday and everyone and the Packers and the Bears lose, we are number one in the North. Yeah. But and I'm, like, it's but a, I'm like, talking it's about so early, like but. the odds of getting to the end. I know yeah, it's early, but, but the thing is, you just get, you get in and you never know. Hell, the, the, when the Packers won the Super Bowl in your lifetime, like they, they were a six seed. Yeah. It's very unlikely. I mean, I guess, it, so it's not a 0% chance, but. To maintain any realistic hope, they had to win this game, and they had to win it by a decent margin, which they did end up doing thanks to Jared Goff and his tiny little baby hands. Um, <laughs> yeah. I so starting, you know, kind of with my observations, the Packers. 
I don't have observations of the Lions because they don't matter. Um, they're the Lions. Yeah, they for, mattered in the first half. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, they did. They really <laughs> did. Um, Quintez Cephas for MVP. But uh, he almost had a really awesome catch. Yeah, over Kevin insane. King. He, like, yeah. it was like it was, like it was almost Odell. It, it was like, like the the Oklahoma interception. Yeah, it was yeah. literally like it almost like an Odell like rookie year that yeah. like launched him. Yeah, but oh. uh, but so the Packers offense this game. I mean, it's hard to look worse. You know, incredibly low bar, looking better than Week One, mm-hmm. but it inspired some confidence. They were putting touchdowns on the board. They were being efficient in the red zone, especially, and you could just tell that on, with the exception of a few drives, the scheme was working again. It looked like in Week One, just nothing was working. Rodgers was playing hero ball. He wasn't making his reads, and I think also to a certain extent, Lafleur was trying to do, he was trying to depart and, you know, kind of do stuff outside of the scheme. He was in a lot of 11 personnel. It just, it was, it was different. And this was a return to form for the offense. And I really can't complain too much about anything offensively that went on. I mean, I thought the the offensive line again did a, did a decent job and Rogers certainly played a lot better. Uh, The receivers were getting involved. Aaron Jones is great. Um, so not, not a whole lot to, uh, to criticize there where I do have criticism comes on the other side of the football, the Joe Barry Packers defense is horrible. It's not good. It's worse than last year. It is, it is eyeball test in the moment, clearly worse than last year. And some people are going to say it's week two. You got to give it time. No. No, it's not. This isn't the kind of thing where they don't know how to play the scheme. It's a bad scheme. Yeah, we, it's a we, soft. We zone definitely know the Rams. The Rams' success on defense was because of Brandon Staley and not, yeah, not Joe Barry. Yeah, this is Joe Barry, who was a part of the Owen sixteen Lions that they brought about forty thousand fucking times during this game, and so there's there's two problems. The first is that that soft zone. Even though all of our corners are better in man, especially you know press man than playing in his zone. And the second is the pass rush to the point where Matt LaFleur, right after halftime or somewhere in that ballpark, basically went over to Joe Barry and said, get some pressure. And he said, I can't with four. And he said, then blitz. And I don't know if Joe Barry didn't know that blitzing was an option. I can do that? Yeah, like I could send more. I could, like, there... I thought I had to go four on five every yeah, time. What I thought is this? that was the rule. I thought they were going to throw a flag. So, and then he started blitzing. And I mean, there is some risk in blitzing it, you know, but yeah. the coverage wasn't great to begin with. You might as well hurry him while you play shitty coverage. So I, I will say positive note. Yeah. Uh, Penny Sewell is, has looked in two weeks as everything is billed. And I, th- yeah, I have to good. think Joe Burrow is like, God, son of a bitch. Yeah. After being, I don't know how many times he got sacked last, but it was not a good game that he no. had. And I bet he's really wishing he had some extra help. But yeah, sorry. Sewell looked good, but yeah. I the mean, other it, rest of the line not not the rest of the great. line not good. I mean, Ragnall's okay. Yeah, and, and once they started blitzing and they were actually creating pressure, fucking shocking that. Yeah, and they even played a teeny tiny little bit of man coverage, which was always fun to see. And uh, I only have one other bullet point in my notes. I need Kevin King to go away forever. <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with it. I think you saw, I, I tweeted out like two seconds in the game that Kevin King is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I think he, I liked it. Yeah, because yeah. he, I mean, he's not, but 
he in the very first drive they were Kevin, picking on Kevin him. King is like Dakota Dozier for me. Yes, like I, I just is, I I it's want the him alliteration on the team. motherfuckers. I want out him here. on the team. Yeah, as long as he, possible. And and the very first drive the Lions are picking on Kevin King two or three times, all completions. There was a touchdown in there, mm. and then you have Eric Stokes who came in. He's a rookie. He's gonna make some mistakes, but. He's going to have to learn, and you didn't play him in the goddamn preseason, so I don't know when you expected him to learn. Um, But he broke up three different passes. Two of them were on fourth downs. I mean, he looked way better than Kevin King. Like, not even that close, because at least if Stokes plays some kind of shoddy technique or, you know, gets, gets beat a little bit, he's fast enough to recover and at least make some sort of play on the ball. It is the most frustrating thing in the world mm-hmm. to you know watch the quarterback let go of the ball and the camera pans over and Kevin King is just just too far away to physically do anything. <laughs> the number of times I've seen Kevin King do like test his vertical leap and try and like undercut a pass because he is just too fucking far away to actually do anything about it. I I don't know what to do with it. And this is a sentiment that's shared by basically everyone who follows the Packers, Except all of the Packers, Packers Twitter. And Matt LaFleur is the only guy in the fucking room that's going, well, I don't know. I feel like we just do really you see how high he can jump. Yeah. I mean, he always missed times it, but wow. Yeah. It's, <laughs> whoa, look at him go. Hey, he did have a nice breakup on. I mean, I, I don't want to say breakup because it was on the Cephas like yeah. thing. Like he had it I mean, kind he, of in his hand, but then he like, but did, but that's that's what you remember where he didn't even break it up. He was just there. Yeah. And you were like, what a great play. Like, yeah, it's like, no, no, <laughs> not no. Not getting torched by Quintez Cephas. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I There's nothing else that really can be said. He is not the second best corner on the team, and they need to stop pretending that he is. And, I mean, the scheme just makes him worse because Kevin King's biggest strength is that he's big. Yeah. And he can jam guys at the line. So you're taking a bad player, putting him out there when he shouldn't be in that position. And then you're also giving him a scheme that makes him even worse. And yeah. I just, it will never make sense to me. And so defense, a lot of work. Offense, faith restored. Lions are the Lions. Yeah, I, I was saying at this game, when I was leading up to it, um, I was talking uh, to my girlfriend about it being like, it would be really funny to see the Lions. Obviously, Beat the Packers for obvious reasons, but also to watch you have to try to eat a hat. Yeah, I, I was I and, was about to Google like how to eat a hat. Like I was like, I don't even know how to approach the, this. You're the NSA guy like yeah. monitoring you is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like I, I was explaining to my girlfriend why I was like, okay, so I'm like, you know, obviously the Packers, so like I'm worked up anyway, but also like, and I kind of mumbled like, I thought I don't want to have to eat this hat, and I like don't think she heard because I was embarrassed <laughs> that I made such a dumb bet. Um, and so I, but I didn't. I'm like. Deep down, I was like, the Lions, I mean, I don't expect this game to be close. I was like, I thought, it was like, the Lions, based on what they did last week against the Niners, they might be a little feisty, but... Oh, big frisky. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, they, they're a it huge It broke my heart. Team. Did you see Dan Campbell, like, in the fourth quarter? He, he looked sad. Like, because he really thought that they had it, you know, yeah. in the first half. And, like, he he just looked like... He, he. You could just see the game slipping away from him. And I was like, oh, Dan. So, the moment I, I knew that it was... It might... This actually might have been... It was right before I texted you. Um, yeah. By the way, I cannot believe that you tried to do that shit to me. I no. I How honestly, dare you. I, I honestly think I understand. Explain what so, you did. So the text was it, this. This happened. Um, first, let me give the whole backstory. So the the Lions 
the the Packers got the ball first. They drove down the field in eight plays, 87 yards, uh, scored a touchdown to go up 21-17. The Lions then started getting on a little drive. Uh, they got down to, it was a third and eight at the Green Bay 32. They completed a seven-yard pass and make fourth and one at the Green Bay yep. four, 25. Well, they're down 21-17. They're at Lambeau. I don't hate that. I, they, I, I, like I, the I love yeah. that they went for it. They should go for that. Um, so I hated the play call. Yeah, it was a bad play call. It, it was, was a like, good and, well, I don't know if you were it. watching the Peyton and Eli broadcast. No. So I was watching that one and they were both just so frustrated. Like, I cannot believe <laughs> that's the play call for like fourth and one. Like it should be an easy, like the quarterback yeah. quarterback should, should not be. He's work. like, I understand like on third down, that's where you want a quarterback to make their money. But on fourth and one, it's an easy pass, like a drag route. It's something that's, you know, or crossing like a run. or a run, yeah, run up the middle, especially <laughs> seeing as you guys emptied the box. Yeah. And I'm like, the linebackers are playing three, four yards off. And like, I don't know. I, and they had, I think it was Swift in the backfield and they have him right there. It's well, easy they, to audible They also into that. had whoever was on Kevin King on that play. Yeah. Got wide oh, open. Oh, underneath. <laughs> yeah. Right underneath. They yeah, had right both, there. they had both Swift on the right and whoever was in the slot open right in the middle, right yeah. to the left of them. I think it was one of their receivers or tight ends. I don't know who it was. It wasn't who's, Hawkinson. Whose name no one knows. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It might have been, fuck, uh, whatever. It, it wasn't Cephas because the pass no. is to yeah. him. Yeah, and so they decide to throw a, to the furthest part of the field. I guess it technically wasn't the furthest. Like but a weird all, short curl. curl. Yeah. And like, obviously the def- the corner, I don't know who broke it up. I think it, it was Stokes. I think it was, yeah, Stokes. Yeah. Like he is playing short. Yeah. He's, he's just sprinting on there. There's no, he's not looking for a double move. No. So he just dives at the guy. And like, what are you doing? I don't understand but, the but, throw, especially so, in wet conditions. But you're, you're burying the lead here. No, no, no. So this is what I'm saying. So that. The, the cardinal sin that you committed here. So he, that, that obviously was a turnover on downs. You, you tried to get me to commit a cardinal sin. Let's put it that way. Maybe. I don't know. You tried to tempt me. It was it honestly was not my intention of it. Like believe if believe you, it if you were not. like, hey Adam, here's this apple. No, no, no. It actually was meaning like, okay, like it that that was it. Because I, I knew so, you were probably freaking at, out. So at, then Adam texted then the bear, me. No, then then this is when I texted you. Then you drove eleven plays, seventy-five yards, and went up twenty-eight to seventeen. Yeah. You're up eleven, and there is only less than two scores. How many? How much time has gone off? Let me say. It's like in the third quarter, uh, isn't no, it? Nine, nine minutes, and that was five fifty-six. We're almost at the end of the third quarter. Okay. We are literally we got in the, a whole like, quarter the last of fifteen left. seconds of the quarter. Yeah, and I text you and say, like, like so I, you can even read it. Off I don't here. know. Let me see. What? What? Because your exact wording is telling for what you were trying to do. So you texted me, and you said. Let's see here. Oh, Where I said, well, looks like you're yep. in the clear. I text him, looks like you're, well, looks like you're in the clear. I received quickly within the same minute, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I didn't respond the rest of the game. Yeah. But I, as I, you I, shouldn't have. No. Okay. I can't believe I had to swat that shit out of my face. <laughs> you just don't have to reply. When my hat is on the line. Okay. But you, no, I needed you to you know. You knew that there was no shot. They're coming back. That, that and was, what did they do in the ne- very next play? They had the ball. That was Goff's tiny hands yeah, fumbled. because I sent you that. Had no, I texted you back, yeah, we're in the clear. Who knows what could have happened? And the fact that you were trying to take advantage of me, the most superstitious guy in most rooms that I'm in, 
I mean, literally, it, it, the was, next, it was the next a, it was, two pos- possessions it was a that rookie happened. Play. The next two possessions that happened were Goff fumbled the ball immediately. Uh, you get the ball at your 23, and you work your way down to the five yard line. Rodgers, that this is something I hate. Yeah, that there this was is there was one bad call in the Holy entire game. Fuck, mm-hmm. this was so bad. Devontae's on a slant, and the ball is so far behind him. Yeah, I mean, there is no shot in hell he catches this ball, and they they throw a flag and gives you an automatic first and goal at the one, and obviously you know Aaron Jones punches it in. It's like I don't, and it was that was on third and goal, and I'm like I don't think. That rules it, you know, being over because they would have made it thirty-one seventeen, yeah. but still fourteen points. I just, I didn't text you. Oh, that's fun. I hope that's not in the background. Car alarm in the parking lot. Well, fine. Line. Oh, there yeah. it is. Okay, good. Um, I, I didn't text you. Looks like you're in the clear as Joseph is walking up to this field goal. It's a completely different no, situation. No, it's the same. We were not up nine points. It's the, I mean, it's similar. <laughs> no, it's least. not. No, it's not. Because whenever, not whenever one of nope. us sends that to the other one, nope. it is trying to no, get the not. universse it's, and the karmic forces no such at thing play. As, no, that's not true To at all. smite the it's other so, one. That, that's the worst comparison ever. I did it so many times last year in our fantasy football championship. I tried so hard. It's it's an unwritten rule. No. And you broke it. No. And you paid the price. No. That is not at all what bite. happened. Just, no. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, no. The Packers <laughs> were fine this game. They weren't going to, no. It's... The Lions are frisky, but that's all they are. They're quite frisky. Yeah. All right. Let's go to segments. We've talked enough about the games. <laughs> uh, let's start. Performance of the week. Why don't you go first? I have two. So I'm... Ooh. I, I, I want to see which one you pick, because I think there was like two pretty obvious candidates. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you in on a little secret. I always have two. I know. Because I'm a professional. Uh, my performance of the week is... Uh, Billy B, uh, Bill Belichick versus rookie quarterbacks. He remains the king of haunting rookie quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, Zach Wilson, four interceptions this week. And the Patriots, you know, win very easily. It wasn't even remotely close. So he is my performance of the week. Bill is still the best. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Um, All right. My performance of the week Goes to Mr. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Yeah. Um, I know it's against the Falcons, but the other option I was thinking was Derrick Henry, but like... You can kind of eh. carry Tom over, though. The first two weeks have been really yeah, good like for him. Yeah, like he is throw. Yeah, he is 44 years old. Yeah. And he has thrown 655 yards, nine touchdowns, and two picks. Yeah, it's bananas. Um, he, there, I've seen things that are saying, like, with especially with his release time, like he's better now than he was like 10, 15, he's, he's 20 years to, ago. Like, he's only a few touchdowns away from throwing more touchdowns in his 40s than his 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's absurd. And I honestly like, you know, it was always funny to be like, oh, he's going to play till he's 50. It, I, I'm barring any crazy thing that happens to him. I don't like re- see any reason why. Like his arm doesn't show any sign of it like yeah, it's re- not like drew Brees or peyton manning or ben roethlisberger or roethlisberger just falling <laughs> apart yeah um rumors of uh tom brady's washedness have been grossly exaggerated yeah tom brady uh was dry cleaned so at one point he was being washed and now he's back and he's he, he looks brand new let's put it that way 
Yeah, so he's he's my performance of the week. Uh, good old Tom Brady nice. just continues to keep doing what he's doing. Honorable mention: Derrick Henry, yeah. one eighty-two and three, just a monster. Yeah. All right, Nathan Peterman Award. Um, I'm going to keep it going with the trend of what you said, Bill Belichick. I have to give it to Zach Wilson, the boy Zach. I it, it's rough, and it did come out that he is he was playing hurt, like he's he has like a groin yeah. injury or something. So like he. Uh, and like that's what people were thinking too, because he just he didn't look Looks super little, great. Little um, yeah, obviously, nineteen to thirty three, two ten, four interceptions. I think at one point he was like zero for two with two picks. Didn't he throw? Was it him that threw like three interceptions on three straight plays? It was something like that. Yeah, but he did have one that went right off of Corey Davis's hands. It was a little high, but it hit Corey Davis in both hands and yeah. tipped up in the air. Which if you're a receiver, you can't do that ever. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's still. it's a rite of passage for a Jets quarterback as yeah. well in their first season. So it's definitely not an indictment of his whole career. No. He's not a bust like Trevor Lawrence, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm kidding Sticking. less and less every week about that. That might be my new hill to die on this season. But yeah, that is bad showing by Zach. Uh, my Nathan Peterman is, is Clyde. Like I mentioned earlier, I think that Clyde kind of stinks. I... I mean, the whole season last year, I was I was hearing, you know, it's he's just gotta he's gotta get used to it. He's gotta get ready. He's gonna make the jump to the NFL. He's gonna be productive. He's less productive this year by a full yard per carry so far than he was last year. They have not. Yeah, I mean, he's on this just super high powered offense. He's like the training wheels on a BMX bike. Like he just serves no purpose. I feel like except to fumble at the end and lose them this game. And granted. He basically never fumbles, so that was very uncharacteristic. But mm-hmm. if he's going to be ineffective and start fumbling, that's a big problem. Yeah. And I'm just kind of, I'm done waiting for for Clyde. If he eventually, you know, kind of improves his production, good. Good. I don't, I don't dislike Clyde, but I, I no longer believe in him. If that makes sense. Yeah, tough outing for Mr. Edwards Alaire. Uh, all right, stock up, stock down. My stock up. Tennessee Titans. We were low on them last week. I, I, is this just going to be what they do? Like, they just going to have a week where they just have a clunker? And, like, is this going to be the AFC South? I feel like this was Derrick Henry single-handedly pulling the entire okay, team to be behind fair, him. Tannehill, 27-40, 347. Like, you didn't have a touchdown, sure, but... Yeah, I mean, Tannehill... Like, their offense was rolling. Like, it, the thing is, they were down... I, my, the biggest thing, they were down 24-9 to nine and a half. Yeah, and they ended up coming back to win thirty three to thirty. They should have won on a, a walk off safety. Yeah, like that would have been awesome. That would have been insane. But I, I don't know. I feel like the Titans, they're not pretty sure. Also, AJ Brown, they're not awesome. Ruled, but they're not he terrible. was ruled out of bounds. Was Julio. When, oh, it was Julio. Yeah. Yeah, it was ruled out of bounds. Also, AJ Brown dropped wasn't. like seven balls. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Titans. Titans are weird. The Titans' offense is pretty good, but their defense is so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Uh, let's see. My stock up is going to be Derek Carr. Uh, for the first two weeks of the season, he is at 62 of 93 for 817, four touchdowns, one interception. It's a lot of yards. And that's a lot of yards. It's pretty good production overall. And Derek Carr is, you know, one of those guys that if he's not oiling his arms, you're not really talking about him. <laughs> and people sometimes forget. He's pretty decent, and he actually has 
like some sneaky good weapons on offense in terms of young receivers, uh, Zay Jones, Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs, and Darren then obviously Waller. Darren Waller mm-hmm. is the the centerpiece of that offense. So and two running backs and Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. That I are mean, pretty decent, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't know. And the the Raiders got a really nice win this week over the uh, the Steelers, two and zero. Yeah, and Carr has been uh, has been a huge part of that. Honorable mention: uh, Daniel Jones's legs. That was a wild Thursday night game. That dude was running all over the field uh, like a stallion. Yeah, well, they still they still lost. So yeah, but they wouldn't have if they would have just let him have that touchdown they took back, or if on they that stupid hole or they didn't, didn't go off sides. Yeah, a, or or that on the field goal. So Giants. Um. All right. Uh. My stock down. Mike Zimmer. Uh, oh, spicy. Yeah, it's. I already talked about it enough, but. Clock management, the taking the, you know, the offensive play calling out of offensive coordinators' hands. It's like, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's, you know, why don't you worry, you know, worry about your own stuff? Like, you got enough to keep you busy, like the quote and miracle. You know, why don't you worry about your own game? You know, did you, uh, did you see my tweet about Mike Zimmer? Uh, maybe I called dibs on him when you guys. Oh yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I, oh, I was gonna reply to it, but I decided not to. Were you gonna say something mean or something? Yeah, nice? it, and it would not have been nice. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I can't remember what I was gonna say, but um, I saw that. Uh, yeah, clock management bad. Defense. Yeah, this Sus. this is the moment. This this right here. We're zero two. And this is a thing where you can you have to get the guys in the locker room to believe we're 0 and 2 when we probably should be 2 and 0. And they were fluke games and you have to you have to call them that to you know keep it like we're we're fine. We just have to go out and play our own brand of football, tighten it up a little bit and find a way to be 2 and 2 and then we got Detroit. That's, and then we go, you know, yeah. and that that's what you have to do cuz it's not like the Seahawks have not looked invincible. The Browns haven't looked invincible. Like, you know, yes, they played really well against the Chiefs, but they weren't super great against the Texans. And I, I, it's winnable games. And, like, what? It, no one gave us a shot against Arizona, and we should have won that game. And it's, it's unfortunate, but that's the way the cards are dealt. It's not a death sentence. So it's, this is where we winnable, need him the most. But- 0 and 4. Yeah, no. Well, is also we had possible. It, we had it last year. Yeah. And we found a way to be had a chance at Tampa to get back on the plus side of things. Oh, I remember that one. And that's when, you know, Tampa Yeesh. had a Tampa had a very sloppy game and everyone everyone talks about how that offense started rolling after the bye week. No, no, no. Their offense started rolling after the Vikings. Tom Brady had a very bad game. So offense, you're you're taking credit for them for going the to Buccaneers, Super Bowl yeah, and beating you guys. Yes, that's that's uh, well, all. we don't need to talk spin about that. Spin zone, spin zone. Yeah, there it is. Um, so basically, that Super Bowl is as much as ours as it is theirs. That's, that's fair. That's, you know, that's, that's the only that's way that works. you can really look at. We it. played them really well. We played them, you know, yeah, better than most teams did. And you so just sent them on their way. You gave them the fuel they needed. Pretty good, but no. So <laughs> I the, I believe in this team still. Owen two is bad. It's not ideal. But the way the games have gone, we're better than 0 2. Like, you look at that, like, you know, I don't know. I, I feel good about this week, and we'll talk about it a little bit when we get to it. But that's my stock down at the moment. Gotcha. My stock down, at the risk of bringing up still fresh wounds, uh, Jameis Winston is who we thought he was. 
He was 11 of 22 this week for 111 yards and two interceptions. And I saw one of his interceptions and it made me so fucking mad because <laughs> I was like, where was that last week? <laughs> like, come on, man. That's what we were all expecting. I, I, I sat here the entire, the entire game week one going, where is the Jameis ball? And it never arrived. And this week it was exclusively the Jameis ball. And I don't know. I, I think that Jameis still has a good shot to be better overall than he was in Tampa Bay. Mm. But he is not as good as he looked in week one. No. Uh, it helped that he didn't have like mm-hmm. far fields to go in week one. Like he Yeah, yeah. For some, somehow he kept having these really short fields. <laughs> um, and then also, honorable mention, uh, Carson Wentz's legs. Double, double, ankle double sprain. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Um, Would never happen to Daniel Jones. <laughs> no. All right, let's go to our week three preview. Um, first game, as I alluded to before, the for the first time in Russell Wilson's career and the Seahawks, and since U.S. Bank has been open, uh, the Seahawks are coming to Minnesota. Uh, we are hosting Seattle uh, at 325 on Sunday. I will be there. Um, my wonderful girlfriend Paige Ooh, got me. I didn't know that. Yeah, got me tickets for my birth. Got us tickets for my birthday. So we, I will be at the the home opener. Have you been practicing your skull chant? Oh, of course. Uh, it, it's the first first game that with fans in U.S. Bank in 636 days. Wow. So I, I feel good about it. I I don't know. I usually don't against Seattle, but. Yes, like Lockett and Wilson's mind meld is scary, but like, I don't know. I just, I feel there's a little difference in this game, and I just, I think we get to one and two. Uh, what do you think the line is? The line on this game, I'm going to say Seahawks two and a half. Seahawks one and a half uh-huh. at the moment, as we're recording okay. this on Wednesday. Over under 55 and a half. So Vegas expecting points. This, this I don't is blame them be, for that. This is going to be the same thing that happened last week to a certain degree. <laughs> I mean, this is... You're going to watch basically the same football game, and yeah. it's just going to, you know, however it ends is is up for debate, but it's yeah. going to be wild. The, the thing is about this game, so we have to deal, like, Russell Wilson is going to be a lot more accurate and won't make as many stupid decisions as Kyler Murray did. Like, he's not going to gift yeah. just fuck it plays. Um, he won't be as shifty and elusive of extending plays. So, I... I don't know. And they're the receivers, like they don't have a DeAndre Hopkins. Obviously, Lockett's good because of his connection with Russell. DK is is good, but can't turn. Yeah, you know, he's a he's a north south kind of guy. You know? <laughs> just point him in a direction, he'll just go. In Madden, if you try to hot or how DK off of just a straight line, you won't do it. They they programmed it in there. Yeah. Uh so I don't know. I feel I feel pretty good about it. We'll we'll see. Hopefully, Mike Zimmer can tighten some things on defense. I heard defense. Cook is playing. Cook is playing. Yeah, yeah. Cook's playing. So um, two to three more season-ending injuries for him this week. <laughs> uh, Cook's playing. I expect this is where a year ago, this is when we had Justin Jefferson's breakout game against Tennessee. He's. It's not like he's needing a breakout, but I expect to see you guys, more. Did you guys win that game? No, we should have, oh, but well, you know, yeah. Goskowski just went Shucks. six for six, <laughs> just and then he proceeded to miss like every kick the yeah, rest of the he's season. Like retired, yeah. Now yeah. he's on a couch somewhere. Um, so I I expect the offense. The offense should just continue to roll. Um, I would hope. Um, but Seattle games are always weird. Something weird is going to happen. Like, yeah. 
especially against us and some crazy thing. Hopefully it helps us. I don't know. We need some luck. Yep. Um, all right. Next game I want to point out uh, is the Packers at the 49ers. Sunday night football. Yeah. Going to California. Uh, Only good memories there. Excited about what do you think the line is first? I'm gonna go Niners five. Three and a half only. Uh, Over under forty nine and a half. Well that shows you how I feel about this game. (laughs) Um I don't give the Packers a huge shot to win this. I think that you know, I, I give the Packers offense a decent shot to put up a respectable amount of points based on the showing last week, but I do not trust the defense at all. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to be working on Kevin King, and he is going to, you know, have his first really nice game of the season. Most Does likely. Jair fall? Like I don't think he, he's, he's in only, shadow. He's always on the right side. Yeah, he's not. And, a, he's not a shadow. And so if like, you watched like the Lions game. They just line their receiver out wide on yeah. the left, and he just stands I, there. I expect on Shanahan a tight end. just to keep putting yeah. Debo on the left side. Yeah, if you if you take the brains of Shanahan versus the brain of Joe Barry, yeah. Who, by I, the way, was not even the, close. Who, by the way, was on the Rams? So he's like, oh, I know Shanahan, but it's like I don't know if that's going to help too much. I, yeah, it's like I I know it's like looking I at a guy a in a boxing match just like outweighs you by a hundred pounds. Like I know you. It's like it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm kill you. <laughs> like, yeah. So I I don't think the Packers win this game. I think the defense gets absolutely gashed. Is this any bit of a reverse jinxing you're trying to do? No, no. I seriously, I was okay. I was kind of having this epiphany. On uh, Monday night, especially in the first half, where I was watching the defense, and they're just not good. Yeah, and there are there's some talent issues, but a lot of it is scheme issue too. And I don't see it getting better. And I kind of readjusted my expectations where I was going into the season thinking, you know, last dance, yada yada yada. They're really going to be hungry for a ring. And based on weeks one and two, it looks at best the same as last year, mm-hmm. and at worst, much worse than last yeah. year. And I mean, so that puts the ceiling at an NFC championship game loss again. And I don't even think I'd expect them to get there at that point. And, you know, maybe as we go through the season, things will get better. But I had a severe crisis of faith and I don't think I've recovered from it. So I don't expect the Packers to win this game. Um, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I am not optimistic. Yeah, I, I I have no idea. I haven't really watched too much of the Niners. Like I know that they let the Lions come back in, uh, and then last week they they kind of had a low scoring affair with the Eagles. They had a low scoring affair with the Eagles. So like their defense and like after the Eagles scored a good amount of points, like Jalen Hurts was pretty ineffective, especially passing the ball. Um, did a good amount on the ground, but yeah. I, I think the def- it's going to be very a big test for your offensive line because yes. Rodgers has been getting pressured a good amount. He's been getting pressured much more than last year. Yeah. You know, I keep saying, you know, okay, the offensive line played pretty well, but there's a big difference between pretty well and, you know, like great. Yeah. And they're not playing great. And, they're and they're let's two rookies. Be, let's be real here. The the Niners pass rush is a lot more scary than the Saints and the Lions. Well, seeing as how I can't name a single person on either one of those pass rushes, yeah, 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 I, I'd say that uh, I'd say that they're in for a rough day, and I don't know. I it, also 
we suck in California. So if we lose, it didn't even it didn't even count it's because just, it's, it's just it's because Rodder is like deep down, he just wants to be back. Well, he, he I think he wants to beat his hometown team too badly, and, and he just, just tries it doesn't work. too much, and it yeah. just doesn't ever work too. I, maybe because he lives in California in the off season, so maybe he goes into off season mode when he gets that far west, like, and ah. his, his brain just like <laughs> just shuts down. Uh, all right, the last game I want to point out is also a three twenty five game. Buccaneers at the Rams. This is going to be really cool. I think this should be a good game. I'm excited to see it just because... You're not going to see it. Well, I know, but I'll <laughs> have it on with Sunday Ticket. I'll have it in there. Oh, okay. Possibly, or okay. at least, you know, I won't be able to get to see too much of it, but mm-hmm. I want to at least, you know... At the very least, I'm, I'm going to watch it again or watch it later. Yeah, today. because both these teams have looked awesome so far. I'd say these are the two teams to beat in the NFC at this point. Yeah. I mean, the Rams' defense... Still good as mm-hmm. it's been, and the offense with Matt Stafford looks to be able to do a little real more than good. Off, I yeah. mean, there are some things where you still throw, and I'm like, our opinions on Matthew Stafford are always going to be a little different because we he spent time in our division, yeah. Like versus like the nationwide media perception of Matthew Stafford, like he has breakfast with Cooper he, Cup. He is like. I don't know. He, everyone, just, he's just a darling for everyone, and I'm like, because he's get never it. done nothing to nobody. He's just a good old wholesome boy. He's just never won a division or won games. Yeah, he's never made anyone mad because they never. The teams were always so bad. Yeah, that people feel only sorry for Matt Stafford. I don't know. I just and I mean the Bucks now. Something to add to this game. Breaking news today on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Antonio Brown, case of the cocoa. Yep, um, he's out. Oops. Yeah. Well, it's it's a bummer. They only have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah. If left. only they had some some really good receivers and Gronk to replace who's him with. Channeling who's some, going off. Yeah, he just sort of touchdowns left and right. Gronk has more touchdowns of like more of Tom Brady's touchdowns have gone to Gronk than anyone else by like a staggering margin. Yeah. And that's just because they've played together for so long. Right. But it's crazy. I saw a graphic and it's like wow. They. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just can't stop them in the red zone. It's insane. No. Um, all right. That's the only, I mean, there are some other notables kind of interested to see. Um, it was announced today also on Wednesday that, uh, Justin Fields making his debut, his starting debut against the Browns at Cleveland because just because Andy Dalton is hurt and Matt Matt Nagy had to follow it up by saying, and I want to, you know, point out Andy Dalton will be our quarterback when he's healthy. Yeah. So it's like, they, 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 someone asked him, a roller like, coaster for you know, Bears fans. is Fields the quarterback now? And he said, I'm not going to talk about scheme. And they said, that's not scheme. And he said, yes, it is. <laughs> so I, he's I, just so dug in. He's yeah. just, he can't go back. He's currently trying to get like cybernetic, like implants for, yeah. for Andy Dalton. So he can, you know, get him out there on the field in any capacity. Yep. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. I, it's, it's hard because like I wanted him to be what do well. In the NFL, if he went to like Denver or somewhere else, yeah. But it's unfortunate that he went to our closest rival, other than each other, in in the Bears. It will be interesting, though. You know, like it's so boring to watch Andy Dalton be yeah. Andy Dalton. We know exactly what kind of quarterback he is, and he's worse than what he used to be. And like, so it's like th- eh. this is this is spoiled Packer fan incoming. So just brace yourself. Oh boy. I kind of want the Bears to like have a decent like it's just been so long and it's just like I don't know I feel bad for them 
a little bit sometimes. Because like I don't think they I think that Kirk that. Cousins is like a fine quarterback for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the Lions are the Lions. They're a whole different well, ball game. Yeah, Kirk Kirk has good I mean But the Bears he, were one of those teams where they've just been held back by a lack of good quarterback and yeah. you know strong pieces elsewhere for such a long time. Yeah. And I don't know. I also the I just hate the Vikings older. more now because I'm surrounded by it. So I yeah. don't I don't hate the Bears as much. I'm sure you know that'll change if they get good. But well, I mean, yeah, we've typically in the last at least for sure since Mike Zimmer's been here, we've been you guys are competitive. A yeah, yeah, exactly. So, natural for, um, for the Jordan Love era. I want Justin Fields to be okay. Let's put it that way. <laughs> nice. Already <laughs> planning ahead. I see. All right, let's go into our two minute drill. Um, I have four. I have four as well. Perfect. Uh, you start. Okay. All right. Timer is starting. Ready, set. Go. Are Vikings kickers cursed? Yeah. Well, this is a stupid question. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Fuck. <laughs> um, are the Niners sneaky bad almost losing to the Eagles? No, because I think the Eagles are a frisky team. I think the mm-hmm. Niners are just, they had an off day on offense. I think they're defense is really what was telling today Mm. or that day um does justin fields play well enough to keep the job i know what matt nagy said but does he justin fields plays well enough to keep the job he does not though matt nagy puts (laughs) him back in (laughs) he should be he should get the job Uh, that's that's the worst outcome for bears fans yes that is correct (laughs) um all right kind of on the other side of my first question are the eagles sneaky good uh, they're, they still have a lot of issues on their roster. Jalen Hurts gives them a new dynamic with his running ability. Mm-hmm. I'm not sold on him as a passer yet. Destroyed the Falcons, almost beat the Niners. And I think it's, it's going to be really telling on how their defense continues. The defense, they play well, and they have a lot of young, unproven guys catching the ball. So a lot of question marks. They definitely are good enough to win that division. Um, correct. So yeah, I guess, uh, how many of the two and O teams make the playoffs and I'll name them for you. Okay. Uh, you have the Las Vegas Raiders, the Broncos, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Carolina Panthers, 49ers and the Rams. So there's six, four of those six. Whoa. Okay. Um, let's see here. Is the Cardinals' pass rush sneaky bad? Yeah, they basically just have Chandler Jones, and he did jack shit against JJ Watt. Apologized. Yeah, well, whatever. JJ Watt <laughs> is so like way past his prime; it's not even funny. Um, I mean, their their pass rush. Everyone was talking about how Chandler Jones is gonna, you know, get sacks. like yeah, crazy yeah. amount of sacks. He didn't have one. You know, I, I think it's just like. It is what it is. Like I don't know. I mean, he had a Maybe great the week one. Offensive line is just yeah, that bad. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think they're just meh. Um, how many of the zero and two teams make the playoffs? Okay. So okay. I'm going to name them. Yep. Uh, you got the New York Jets, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, the New York Giants, the Detroit Lions, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Atlanta Falcons. Six in those. One from that group. I don't ask me which one, but I I'd, I'd say one can do it. Okay, I'm just I'm hoping that's between the Colts and the Vikings. I kind of gave each of them a half point. Okay, so someone's gonna someone's uh, gonna. So come I, I would say like one of those two would probably be the best odds because yeah. some of them are just actually bad. But yeah, it's great. We're like the best zero and two team. That's 
It's awesome. I'd rather be the worst two and O team. But. Your quarterback has two functional ankles. He does. It's That's good. correct. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, is Sam Darnold sneaky good? <laughs> uh, uh? I told you I was high on Sam Darnold getting away from Adam Gase. Like I'm high on any player getting away from Adam Gase. I don't think it's going to be like a Tannehill 2.0, but he's he's going to be just fine. He is basically like just fine. Yeah, like he <laughs> he's going to, you know, he's a good placeholder quarterback. He's not a franchise quarterback, I don't think. Kind of like a Kirk Cousins. Don't even start with me on that. <laughs> <laughs> he is I think his ceiling is Andy Dalton. All right. Andy Dalton with the Bengals. That's his ceiling. Uh, if you want to be extremely optimistic, Matt Ryan. Uh, a little more mobile Matt Ryan. But mm-hmm. I just I don't think he's ever going to – could have a couple good years where he might just surprise He'll never people. be franchise or even or elite. No. No. He's okay. never going to crack top 10. Right. I think he's going to chill around the top half. But if he get up to there, or he could fall drastically. Gotcha. So, and two minutes. Wow. Exactly. Perfect. As per usual, <laughs> I got a new timer. It's two point zero 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 zero. Like it has like way more zeros. Oh, so nice! How Perfect. exact? Awesome. Um. All right. <laughs> Unless there's anything else you want to talk about, I'm good wrapping it. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm all, I'm all out. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com and find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever 10K, where we post our episode each week, uh, as well as clips from the show, memes, content, videos, anything. And we're going to be very active on Sundays, as well as most of the nationally televised games. Uh, you can find links to me and Kevin on there as well uh, for our Twitter. Uh, yeah, I've been your host, Adam Morris, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, final words. Bench Kevin King. Yeah.